The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Pretty cool, I got the keys, so I just come in and I'll just comment the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! What's better than number one looks like? I guarantee you, Blake Lowe might be shocked. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. This is the Fantastic Forum on Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live daily show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the Cal. He is our resident dark night detective. He's Oz. You just made Moses a liar. Oh, did I? Oh, I'm sorry. Mo, were you supposed to be were you supposed to be hosting? That's what you said last night. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take it away, Moses Magnum. Hey, I got up at five in the morning to prep everything in case you weren't on. I read what you wanted me to read. I read what I read both digitally and physically to compare the two single issues and trade paperback. Then I wrote out my spiel and shit. And right when I'm about to say Fantastic Four Assemble, you just undercut me like this. You don't even answer if I ask if you're ready or not. Like. I was working. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) But for nothing. No, for something. Go ahead. Take it away, Moses. Ah, Go ahead. You already started. No, no, no. My start's nothing. It means nothing. No one, they've heard that before. They don't need to hear that anymore. What they need is Moses Magnum. Yeah. Well, you don't get what you need. Just like, <laughs> just like healthcare, financial stability, <laughs> somebody who gives a fuck looking out for you, whether oh. spiritual or physical or political. Corona apocalypse strikes fantastic form. We thought it was making us stronger. In the end, We've succumbed. Welcome to Fantastic Four. Now I'm all depressed. Now I know why I don't listen to you fuckers in the morning. 
I'm sorry, Bo. Let's start over. Nah, go ahead. It's part of the it's part of the funny banter that people love about us. Right. I was just thinking that. I'm having so much fun. You know, it's the shit that kills us inside. But we do it for you, motherfuckers. Yeah. Mo Mo curses way better than I do. That's why I don't do it, I think. I, I've been doing it a long time. It's not that I don't feel that way sometimes. Because in my head, I curse, but I sound terrible in my head. So I'm like, well, let me not put that out in the world. You know how how Kelsey Grammer can just, like, speak so eloquently? Or or Alec Baldwin or even Robert Downey Jr. could just, just has this, like, expanded vocabulary like that. Like, it just flows when they yeah. speak, whether it's an interview or a conversation. Yeah. But I'm the opposite because I use it with curse words. <laughs> yeah, like, I could have called you. I could have called you a derelict troglodyte, but it wouldn't sound right when I say it. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence is more like like Obama, where he needs a translator. <laughs> yeah, that anger translator. Yeah, yeah so I could use that. When Mo, La- you should be my anger translator. When Lawrence is like, it's like, that's good for you, friend. And Mo comes in. Fuck you. Fuck you. I want you to grab your dick, rip it out, shove it in your face until it comes out your butthole. I'm not, I'm not trying to turn <laughs> I'm not as good as Mo either. <laughs> I just realized that sounded weird. <laughs> I was like, well, in your face until it comes out your butthole. Like, I'm like, I guess that works. Like, you know, I'm like, I think most people would have said up your butt till it comes out your mouth or something, but. At the same time, I'm not good at this either, so I don't know. I would have set up your butt and ride it till you make a baby. But sheesh. That would <laughs> <really bad. laughs> Okay. Well, well, welcome to Fantastic Forum. It's uh it's trade paperback Tuesday Thursday. What day is it? The apocalypse has got me. It's day five hundred of quarantine. Uh, what what number day of quarantine is this really? I, I don't know. For me, it's uh, about two weeks. I would think so. Yeah, I feel like I think I think the like my company stopped us. I feel like actually tomorrow might be might be two weeks for us, but I might be wrong. It might be three weeks actually for us, only because uh, yeah, yeah, we're in April, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, yeah. So, yeah, it's got to be about two, about three weeks total. Like, but maybe like two business weeks. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So, um, all this. Yeah. Thank you, Scott Rubin, for giving us the option. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you should definitely do that. Like I was about to say, like I didn't, I didn't want to forget. But yeah, you got it. Like there it is. Thanks, I'm Scott. Always, I'm always terrible at that. Thanks, all games community. No, you're not. You're much better. You're much better at that than you give yourself credit for. I call I, him. I listen to you, host. I listen. I call him Steve Rubin sometimes. Steve, you call him Scott, but you can hear. I can hear you pronouncing the extra T. Yeah, like, it's Scott. only one T. It's only one T, not Scott. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Just like snot, but with it. <laughs> he like okay. I'm gonna tell him you said that. If he's listening, he just got some PTSD from elementary school, I'm sure. Wait, <laughs> you're gonna tell him what I said? It's not he's not listening to us live. 
I don't know what Scott's doing right now. That's a good question. Like, I mean, I know, yeah, I would, I would like to find out. He could sell ice cream, right? He could put it in the little container with a cover. Ice cream's essential. I'm not sure. It yeah, Best Robbins is open. And he has like uh, he has like special vegan and shit like that. Like that's all nutritious. I think I, I think it might not be the case because he doesn't have a storefront. You know, because he's mobile. I'm not sure you can, you, you know, in the same way like how I mean, I, it's not the same thing exactly, but like, you know, you you L.A. put the ban on uh, street vendors. I feel like it's that same kind of deal where it's like, you know, it's different. I think if you have like a brick and mortar kitchen, but if you're uh, mobile, I don't think they let you. So, um, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to review some comics and we're going to talk about the news that's around and, um, we're going to talk about whatever else you all want to talk about. Uh, and here's how you can do that. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Indeed. Indeed. So, um, where, where do y'all want to go first this morning? What are you thinking? Let's do, uh, whatchamacallit? Do cable. Cable. Okay. So, cable number one. It's a new book from Marvel, ongoing series. Um, starring Cable, but you know, for those of you that haven't been following the X Men universe uh, as of late, uh, C- Cable, well, Cable the the Cable that you know and love when you when you think about Cable actually got killed. Um, dang, what was that event called? Oh wow, I can't think of the name of the event. But Cable got killed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for a while, people were trying to figure out who, who assassinated Cable, who's this person that killed Cable, and it turned out he got killed by a younger version of himself. So the Cable that's in the Marvel Universe right now is on some, some Looper stuff, and uh, Cable is now... Basic, I guess I want to say like he's he's young. I want to say he's maybe, I would say maybe his early twenties, maybe. Um, even though he still has the gray, right? So, um, well, he's but, got the little shock of gray in the front. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I so think, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. But the fact is, uh, so this the, this book stars the younger version of Cable, um, and and his exploits um, in this new era of X Men, where we have, uh, you know, the 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 mutants coming together on the island nation of Krakoa to form the mutant the mutant society, the new mutant society. So. Um, I mean that that's basically the the background of 
what's happening with cable. So, Oz, you're you're a cable fan. You read this book. Uh, what did you think? So this is the guy that killed real cable. Yes. But the, where did he come from? He came from the future. So he's an alternate cable. Is that what's happening? I mean, in 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 this, I guess. I mean, but in the well, sense is he an alternate cable, or did he essentially looper himself? Nah, he, it's more. It's more. He loopered himself. Okay, because they they ask like they're surprised when he when he picks up a sword and he's like, oh, the old man was was a uh, was a gun guy. I'm a sword guy. And so it's like mm-hmm. it, it seems like they try to differentiate him from from old cable, but you're saying he kind of is old cable. Well, you gotta also think because isn't like I don't like any comic books that starts with you gotta think. Because <laughs> um, isn't like strife the like the the sword guy? Well, strife. I mean, strife did like swords too, uh, but strife. You know, strife was a clone. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a part of him. So this mm-hmm. is kind of like, you know, like if something that was in him, maybe when he was younger, but he, he, as he grew older, he was more guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it split off when, you know, maybe pre-Strife clone or something. I don't know exactly when they, they cloned in his lifespan that they clone uh, Strife. You know what I mean? Strife gets cloned when... Uh, right in the beginning, like when there's uh, when Nathan Summers first gets taken into the future, and he has the techno organic virus. I don't like which is you know some old school X Men type stuff right here, but basically the idea was they took him into the future the same from the virus, but they weren't certain if he was going to make it or not, and they're like, well, this is our savior. We kind of still need him, so we're going to try to save him. But just in case, let's make this clone and see if we can, like, you know, get by on Savior, you know, like, friggin' duplicate Savior. And it turned out they were able to save him. And so then the duplicate, they're like, oh, well, we'll just send them off somewhere else then. And Strife never really got over that. Hence, evil. (laughs) So, yeah. Does this cable have the, the virus? Uh, he does have the techno organic virus, yes. Because I noticed he was using his powers a lot. I know real yeah. cable like didn't all his powers were really being used to fight the virus. Right. Right. No, this 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 cable uh has the techno organic virus as well. Uh but he he is uh, it seems as though he's been kind of trained different. And so um like he he's definitely much more proficient in in using his powers um or using his his telekinesis but at the same time too i feel like it's not like um it's not like cable the old cable couldn't use it cuz he would use it periodically it it almost just feels like he didn't want to be using it 
No, you know, kinda, like, well, he, or or maybe like he uses it when he, he used he chooses to use it more tactically. If he used it before, the virus would get a little bit stronger in him, would like take over a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's true. I mean, like it it he he was using the primary, or primarily he was using it to hold the virus at bay, and then every now and then he would choose to use it in a pinch or when he wanted to grab a wrench but that's it <laughs> so did we lose hope <laughs> like the actual character hope yes no 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 hope, hope, is, hope is part, is part of the of, five but like baby hope cause the, the five she's already grown ass I, I done my messiah shit hope right yeah, well, but Baby Hope was that was Baby Hope, right? Yeah, but then who protect? Nah, this is all fuck. Man, I'm not reading Marvel anymore. This shit's just getting weird. <laughs> well, it turns out there's no more Marvel to read. So, well, you know, they're not missing his what th- three dollars every six months. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but what? I don't understand what what's the issue that you're having. Like, I, I don't like that. That to them, death is meaningless now. I mean, it always has been for us, the reader, because we know. But now, you know, Wolverine's just joking about, well, I didn't want to kill you because I got to tell your dad you're being resurrected. That, I don't, I don't know. That, I don't like that. No? See, I, I, li- I like the fact that it kind of takes that out of the equation. Like, it's like, because then the stakes become something different that you actually, like, might be like, oh, man, who knows if this is actually going to... St- you know, like it, like the stakes are on a different level because we all know that just about Ed, all of these major characters, like you know, the, the Cyclops isn't gonna die and stay dead. You know, I think all of us were surprised for how long they kept Jean Grey dead. You know, for that that last time, right? <laughs> but but the fact is, it's like if we're like, okay, well, comic book deaths don't mean anything. It's like, why don't we just make that a story point? And I think that that's interesting because now, you know, like if if you remember some of the um, uh, the stories from like House of X, it's like you know these guys are going on suicide missions, and you know it's not to say that they're completely meaningless because it's like yeah they're gonna get resurrected. Sure, it, the death isn't the issue. What what becomes the issue is like okay, well. What what does it mean uh, from a psychological perspective that you you don't have to necessarily quote unquote worry about dying? Because it's like yeah, you get resurrected, but that doesn't mean that there's no trauma. You know what I mean? It does mean there's no trauma. They get resurrected like before they went on the mission. Well, it it depends, right? No. No. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's memories are like in a in that helmet that X that Professor X wears, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's where they get they get backed up into okay, so, Cerebro. So that's weird. And then Krakoa ate another island, which I remember reading the book where he where Krakoa fucked another island. Is that the same island? Yeah. That was disgusting. Yeah, Akaba. If I'm not mistaken, then th- this book just gets weird. I like the art though; it kind of 
it, it it's just good. I don't know how to how to describe it. it. It felt like I was watching an animated uh thing. Yeah, it's kind of watercolory but digital at the same time. Yeah, almost like uh like a Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Oh, so it, it has like a cell shaded kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah. I know Larry couldn't tell because his eyes, you know, but. Well, I'm sure the whole book <laughs> I, looked orange to him. <laughs> well, then why'd you say it like that? Oh, a cell, oh, it has a cell shaded kind of feel. Like, oh, that's what it is. Well, no, but I, I didn't think of it like that because it, it didn't. But at the same time, too, I will say that the experience you might be having might be something that is a little bit uh, more akin to watching it on a screen than reading it on a page. You know, that that kind of explains some some things I was thinking about for uh, for Lawrence. Do you remember when I first tried that Fiesta shit? And yeah. I, said, I sent you guys a picture, and he was like, which ones are those? <laughs> <laughs> it's because the, the picture was in color, but I was covering the names. Yeah. I had to actually tell him, oh, it's, it's Fiesta and whatever the hell the pink one was. I'm sorry. We shouldn't make fun of your disability, Lawrence. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He's like, yeah, I'm looking at it on screen Stop. now, and I can. It definitely looks more cell shaded on the on the screen than it does on the page. Even though the the line work does do that, though, too. Yeah, but you know, like Breath of the Wild it has lines. No, right. I'm I'm saying that the way that it's drawn does make it look like Breath of the Wild is what I'm saying. Like I, I think that I didn't think about it when uh I didn't think about it when I was reading the book, but now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I just so have, what you, I have trouble okay. seeing this this cable become the uh grizzled old veteran that I came to know and love. Like this, this cable would would hang out with Deadpool, and and bullshit around with him. He'd probably put on the costume and pretend to be him. And then they would fuck. Look, maybe that's secretly him. That's why he likes swords. <laughs> secretly Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, I'm not liking liking this this young cable. Um, but without giving spoilers, there was a little bit of hope at the end. Yeah. Well, not hope. Cable. Well, I. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Mo, Mo is such a. Uh, well, I was um, trying not to spoil. That's why I earlier mentioned that my favorite cable had hope in it. We're, ne- we're never getting the second issue, so it doesn't matter. Why are we never getting the second issue? Because the coronavirus is going to kill us all. Maybe no. that's the techno organic virus. That's why our broadcast went down yesterday. That's what it is. It's the it was, techno-organic virus. It was funny in chat because Derek told Tyreek, Tyreek, like, you're in charge of all games. Like, Why don't you fix it? And he's like, I'm trying not to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. Tiger Claw said that? Yeah. He goes, I don't, <laughs> want to carry, I don't want the weight of the world on my shoulders, he said. Wait. He goes, stuff like broadcasting zombie cast and, and sometimes fantastic form is enough for me. <laughs> so it wasn't a fat joke. We're not as big as the world. 
He says, given how work is closed for the time being due to this pandemic, I want to use this time to just chill. Okay, I have a handful of comments, but I'm going to refrain. No, I, I understand them. Okay. I'm glad someone does. I actually <laughs> do a wildlife photography with my free time. <laughs> I'm do it. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to do it yet. I'm not going to do it yet. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, uh, you know, you're talking about the sword. I should also mention, which I don't know if you saw, but there is like one of the next big uh, X events is going to be an event called Ten of Swords. And so, you know, this might be laying some groundwork for that, too. Or I'm sure it is because, you know, like this whole thing where, you know, they have like the little space night uh, aspect to stuff going on here, too. Like, I'm sure that's going to play into that crossover. And it's like there's a whole bunch of different mutants like using different swords through that are you know some of them are new which i guess this is like one of the new ones and some of them are supposed to be like some of the the swords that have played uh, a role in throughout the marvel universe so you know i mean we we of course we have like some some um x-men related like some swords in the x-men universe that are like kind of more well-known like the soul sword or whatnot or the uh what's uh what's wolverine's sword called the uh, Mura, go ahead Masasun, the, i think which one's like the muramasa blade is that what yeah, it is? Something yeah. Like that. Muramasa. yeah so you know you have those but it, it the way that they were talking is like you know they're gonna bring in some of the other stuff too like maybe like excalibur and maybe someone might have the the ebon blade and you know things like that. So, yeah, this is playing into that. W- what do you all think about the the quarry aspect to this, where they have like the the fighting pit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just asking for trouble. They're they're asking for trouble. Yeah, you got a bunch of mutants living on an island, and then they're fighting each other for fun. It's going to get out of hand. Well, death is meaningless, so they can do that. Yeah, but see, but see the relationships between them and, and, and the status as a, as a, you know, the little republic and a, a, a microcosm of society, because death is meaningless, those ramifications go beyond death. You can't just solve it by killing somebody. That's but, way too deep than I thought about it. For me, I just thought of it more so as like catharsis for especially like the the cats that are like villains, you know, like if you're used to fighting and like fighting. It's like, you know, you got to get that energy out somewhere, right? But that's the thing. It's like between villains and heroes and the villain mentality, it's like it it. It doesn't end when the fight is over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's that physical energy, but that emotional distress or, or 
the trauma, mm. whatever you're going through while you're doing the criminality stuff or the villainy, like that stuff's still there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should have a, a maybe a, a room to or therapy or some shit along with the physical shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. But I guess that would be if it was like an image book. <laughs> I mean, who knows? It's like this is issue one, so maybe we'll get a little bit more. So, Lawrence, you're you're the Marvel company man. What do you think? We, you haven't said it. What you thought? I like it. Of I like course. it a lot. I mean, yeah. I, I find. <laughs> say what? I oh, see. Shit. <laughs> I see why we didn't ask you what you what you thought. <laughs> no, I mean, no. It's 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 one of these things where it's an interesting book, and it's 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 a fresh take, obviously, because. This cable is very different from um, the, the cable we're used to. But, you know, what I will say is it's interesting because there, like the, the event was an extermination. Now that, you know, I'm thinking about it. Like, during extermination, that, the young cable definitely had the, the, the vibe that the old cable has like when he's on mission he's on mission but the young cable knows how to relax when he's not on mission and you know this characterization doesn't actually feel that alien to me mo- mostly because if uh, you know again this is like kind of going back but you know if if you've ever read the um red and slim miniseries which is basically the 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 series of of Cyclops and Jean Grey actually going in getting flung into the future and actually raising young cable. Um it's like this cable acts a lot like that version of cable that was, you know, getting trained up, but at the same time, like, you know, was a kid. Like has that he doesn't have all the experience that makes that made him the grizzled soldier yet. And so it's it's interesting because this almost feels like an amalgam of that version of of cable, like Nathan Dayspring, Ascani's son, you know what I'm saying? Um and the old the old like you know veteran cable that we're used to. And so yeah, it, it works for me. And then on top of that with with not only the characterization working for me, but just getting a little bit more of the culture of Krakoa, like that, like I, I love that whole concept of the idea of the mutants just saying, like, hey, you know what? We're we're gonna start our own nation. We're gonna have our own set of rules. It's like you know, we want you to we we want to help the world and be a part of that community, but we need you to recognize our sovereignty. And, you know, just like what that story entails, because it's it's basically telling a whole set of stories in the X-Men universe and with these characters that we've never seen before, which is hard to come by in this day and age, you know? So, yeah. So I, I, I like the book and I'm interested. Like, it, like the ending was pretty much for me like the the cherry on top, because I definitely would have been a little disappointed if we don't like, you know, like I was hoping I should say that it would end in that kind of fashion because that would be cool for me. 
but I wasn't certain it was going to happen, but it did. And I'm like, okay, great. So that's cool. Let's, you know, let's see what happens next. Did this book only have one artist or several, or was it a collab? Uh, I can tell you right now. The book is. The book is written by Jerry Dugan and art is by Phil Noto. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and he, he, well, yeah, it's Phil Noto, right? So he does everything. I just hate catching mistakes. You you hate catching mistakes? Yeah, because then they bug me, and I just like. What mistake did you catch? Well, I just posted uh, when he when he lifts the master sword or whatever. They they took out the gray in his hair. Shit like that bugs me. That's like Mo with fonts. It ain't, well, speaking of fonts, they Uh-oh. just use generic. Uh, no matter what curse word, they just use generic four letter symbol, like four uh, alphanumeric symbols. Like, for every curse word. Mm, you want them to have, like, the same number of well, characters as there are letters in the word? If it, like, doesn't really mean anything, you could just take it out and not have any cursing. But, I mean, I guess, are you saying that it doesn't mean anything because like we, if, don't, we every, don't know what word it is? Or? Yeah, it, everything is either shit or fuck because... Nothing has the ing at the end, or you know, like it, it. There's not a real. It's just a placeholder that really could just not be there. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the book I really wanted after reading this. I want to see the, the issue where Dazzler takes on um, uh, what's Homegirl's Firework Girl Jubilee Jubilee. Yeah, because I was looking at the stats of like. Winners and losers. Yeah. I want to see that fight. Yeah. I, I want to see Nightcrawler and Blink. And I want to know what, draw. I want to know what, what you call it did. Right. What magic did to get disqualified. <laughs> right. I do want to know that too. <laughs> she probably stabbed uh, somebody, like cut his head off or something. I don't know. I mean, I, may, I don't know. But yeah, but I thought that that was interesting too that they had like all these fights that it's like I would definitely like to see just about all of them. I think the only one that I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if I need to see the cuckoos. Yeah, they need to put out a book that's like some sort of contest of champions maybe <laughs> of just these these fights. <laughs> it's like head of the quarry. <laughs> they just better use a different font otherwise. Yeah, Immortal Combat. Immortal Combat. <laughs> I some, love that. Some kind of arena, but not Avengers. <laughs> the Kokoa Arena. An arena the where Coco- where like they have all kinds of games, like all encompassing games arena. <laughs> That's a throwback way back. Like you gotta be day one to know what that means. <laughs> That's funny, man. That was for you, Scott. Uh, Burr in chat says, can't say I particularly like the art. Oh, yeah, they fucked up his hair. Yeah, looking at this art in 
it, it's a little I, I like it but it, it is a little I don't know maybe the the scans that Oz put in are like not a good resolution or something cuz they're definitely not as sharp as as what I read yeah I'm just quick googling to throw something in the chat cuz yeah what I read was a lot lot sharper and cleaner looking more the colors more vivid you know yeah, so uh, I'll give them that. But yeah, there is there is kind of a tinge of orange to everything. I could see why Lawrence thought it was great. <laughs> Cuz I just love everything that's orange. Is that what it is? Well, you think everything. You see everything orange. Apparently. I see everything orange. I was just thinking that. So you love like, the you know sunrise what? one so orange. much. It's the, only, it's the only one you recognize <laughs> when you walk into the store. <laughs> but sometimes you accidentally get the the white one. Because it still has that tinge. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, back on whiskey today. I miss you, whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so, all in all, uh, how, how would you rate uh, Cable number one Moses? I would give it a good, uh, I want to say a good four. <clears throat> I do like the story. The ending did it for me. The whole thing with, uh, you know, like Fauna feeling his pain and wandering into the desert. Mm -hmm. I think I saw that recently, and I don't know. It was, it, it, it was something that was done in something else, and it involved the sword too. So it's like, oh, this is kind of like that. But I, I can't even remember what I, I think it was the Black Cauldron. But mm. um, I think that's what it was. But. I'm not entirely sure. And then it turned out to be just that the line with something in his paw, like fable, you know? Mm hmm. So that was like kind of, to me, that's a little, little too on the nose, you know? A little hokey. Yeah, like if it was, like even when she said, like, oh, I thought it was a spiritual pain, like of being, you know, his home being invaded by an island and, you know, I'm like, if it was something like that, I'm like, oh, wow, they're, they're going to, between, you know, Pixie being able to like heal and Cable being able to use mental powers, like them combining somehow to use the, their powers to like bring that animal peace. Mm -hmm. Like I thought would have been a lot more interesting, but it's not even about that. So that's why you put a, a derivative ass little dynamic, you know, red, not red herring. What is it? The MacGuffin. Yeah. You know, so I guess that's where you. If you're a good writer, that's where you cut your corners. If that was the actual story, then it'd be a lot more um I'd be a lot more critical about that. But but the ending did it for me. That's like, okay, now I really want to see issue two. Too bad I'll never get it. <laughs> uh Oz, what did you think of cable number one? I think I'm gonna agree with Mo. I wouldn't I'm gonna give it a, a three and a half. I mean the art is decent. Uh the the cable I, I just don't like the I don't like this cable. I don't like the way he looks. Mm -hmm. I don't like the way he acts. His haircut bugs me. I hate that completely shaven everything but the little fucking triangle on the top of your head. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want my cable more like like the one in Deadpool too. You know, you got some some shit on the side because you can't get to a barber every fucking day. Exactly. <laughs> I, I re-put one of your picks in there um, from the actual digital comic. And uh, it 
does look slightly more vibrant, but it's just a minuscule difference, but it really does make a difference. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing as Mo, where I really wasn't enjoying the story until the end. And if the best part to me of this story is the best two parts of this story are a, a side info page. Where where I fight where I get to see who battled who and, and what happened. And the last page, which is giving me some hope that they're gonna bring back the character that I like, then that doesn't say a whole lot for, for this for this book itself. Three and a half because I wanna see where this story goes, especially after that last page. If that last page was not there, I it'd be two and a half to three. Because I definitely not care what the hell happens after this book oh, I, wow. I will put the last page in chat <laughs> <laughs> I literally Why, have it bro? up on my screen Why? but I avoided posting it because I mean it just came out what I guess what a month ago when it was it's when been it? it's been probably like three weeks I think right two or three I, I was about to say it just came out today or last week but then i thought no nothing's come out today or last no week or... no no it's whatchamacallit it it definitely it's been i feel like it's been it was it came out maybe the beginning actually why are you joking has it been actually a whole month already I... oh, it came out the 11th of march that's damn so that's three mo- weeks yeah ago. damn near a month yeah almost i'm putting the last page in chat because people need to see it like they're never getting the second issue are you actually gonna put it? Or are you just gonna talk? <laughs> like I have you, it up. I can put it if you want. I, I'm like, down. He put it, he put it in there. Look yeah. look at it. Look look. Uh, the last page. <laughs> I hate you both. <laughs> but I would like to put that page because that's where the art kind of shines too. Like the diff, the the Phil Noto drawing this guy, making him look a certain way, messing up his hair every now and then. Um, but that picture of somebody at the end is really like really striking and really is like okay the the ending made it for me like that brought it up a whole point for me you know what i mean and it definitely throws back to to you know the the creator of cable liefeld in that the feet are completely obstructed yeah and <laughs> almost in almost every scene where you see even young cable they're they're like that like a lot of the art is like that and even um yeah, <laughs> between that and and like when he says, uh, you know, I admire your pouches, kid. Like when he finds fauna in the forest, like I thought that was funny too. Calling back to also, the life. I, of- and I don't know if you guys noticed, but the last page kind of looks like if you had a poster and like crumpled it because it's got like the the you know the how the bend lines kind of the the ink comes off of it, so it's like a white line going through it. It's got it's got a ton of that. It, the last page is like really like looks rushed and and dirty and i make it sound like a bad thing but it it actually makes the image so good it's hard to describe without actually posting it but i want to post it because it is a spoiler the cut well the cover has that too kind of so it it, you can use the the cover to to kind of see that but i know what you mean about the back cover where it's like it's like scraped, like if you dropped the comic and then accidentally stepped on it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's just dirty and yeah, but good. Yeah, I, I use negative words to show how amazing it is. 
And it has a robot dog in it. Is that a dog? It's a, a quadruped robot thing. Okay. And it has pouches too. Big ass pouches. All right. What else? For the you... most, for the most part, I can read Krakoan now. Like I, I don't for the like, I have the cipher on my phone, but Wait, I haven't used it. So in probably can you like type in? Months. Can you type in like stuff and it'll translate it? No, no. It's like literally like they're they're letters. Each symbol represents a letter. So it's literally just the alphabet, the Krakoan alphabet. Okay. But, characters in the Kokoan alphabet? Uh, I think it's like 30, I think. Okay. Because they have um, symbols that are like TH or like or like a, I think oh, they have a TH and I think they have a CH. So I it's think. like Spanish. Yeah. 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 But it's funny though because uh, Somebody at Comic Bug back in the day when, when these first started coming out um, made a note in Krakoan and put it on the register. And that was when Mike Wellman was still there. And I was I just I read the note and he looked he was looking at me like what you know, like what are you reading? And he looked around and saw that the note was there in Krakoan and he was like, You can read that? <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, you are wild. <laughs> I wish they had. I still wish they had the audio version of it, too, the phonetic alphabet, so I can you can yeah. speak too. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of give it a shot. I'm kind of offended that comic book shop owner didn't know how to read uh, Krakoan. Well, I mean, there's a difference between like, I, I in my mind. If you own a comic book store, I'm not gonna be mad at you for not knowing Krakoan. I'll be mad at you if you don't know what it is. Like if you look at it, and you're like, "What's that?" Okay. Then I'm like, "Dude, how do you not know what that is?" But I, for not being able to read it, it's like, why? You know, who? Everybody doesn't have that kind of time, and it's like it's not even like I put the time into it. It's just that I read so many X Men books, and I want to know like like these everything in Krakoan is like actual information so it's just like you know like this is literally the page that's telling you what what's going to happen next like the preview page so I'm like okay, I want to know I'll, what that I'll says I'll, I'll, I'll go along with that you might not have had at that point had the time and it was brand new but he yeah. has the time now so when this crisis <laughs> is over you're going to show up with, with a piece of paper written in Krakoan and he better know how to read it because I like, got, I don't, got time. I, I don't feel like Mike Wellman is a, a X Men fan like that. That he probably would know it. I, I I can almost guarantee you Jeff probably doesn't need a cipher. Like Jeffrey probably can read Krakoan. So why are we switching to? You know what? I'm gonna get us in trouble. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw you put that cable cover in chat that for the miniseries that joint's awesome i love that i love that book yeah that's the classic shit that i i remember that's the cable that's i know and love and would fuck in the ass cape oh my god cape <laughs> <laughs> cape with the goatee uh, statesman limited edition 
Yeah, yes, it is a Kingsman uh, thing. Burr, Burr in chat says, if you can't read Klingon, you aren't a nerd at all. Yeah, I can't read Klingon. I can't speak it, but I know when it's being spoken. I'm like, that's Klingon. Yeah, because it sounds like fucked up German. It's more Slavic than German, but yeah. Burr says, wow. Gonna fuck that cable. <laughs> plug it in, baby. <laughs> plug, it in, plug it in. Plug it in. <laughs> Input, output. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you choose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We should move on. <laughs> Oz hasn't been the same since he moved away from, from California. <laughs> Uh, better or worse? Oh, I'm sorry. I give I give it a four. I liked it. I should. I didn't do that. Okay, would, continue. What, what would have put it at a five for you? Sorry. Uh, like I I do. <laughs> <laughs> Burr with this friggin' pick and chat. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, this is. For those of you listening, this is why you need to come on the show live and be in our chat room because I'm going to try to describe what's happening to you. Yeah, the funny Burr thing is, a- Burr had that on reserve. Like, he, right, exactly. he didn't Google he that. On deck. He, that. That was somewhere <laughs> in his PC. <laughs> so, what Burr put into chat just now is a picture of a small cartoon bunny that looks like it's sleeping. And then there's another small cartoon bunny behind it. With a with a, basically a plug that it's sticking into its backside, and of course that wakes up the sleeping bunny. And above above the sleeping bunny's head is a battery that's on low charge. And when the other bunny sticks the plug into its butt, it powers up and basically the fully charge like all bars, all bars. So it's hilarious. It's it's much funnier if you see it than with me telling you about it because, yeah, but jeesh, man, that's that's too funny. So, what difference have you noticed since I've moved out of California? Oh no, I just I, I was just joking. I mean, you're pretty much the same. I mean, you got to remember, you said that Arrow makes your butt hungry here in LA. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that every time I watch Stephen Amell, like make like whatever he's doing, it's like I wonder if Oz saw this on his butt. God, oh, I saw him on Monday Night Raw. And, geez, ripped another um, hole in my chair. <laughs> what would have made it a five for me is the the story, uh, the cable story being a little bit more central. The you know the like because. I, I do agree with you all, like, the story's slice of life, basically, which is cool for me because, like I said, I like the, like, I like learning more about what's happening on Krakoa and from a cultural perspective, like, how that's working for the mutants. Um, but, it, like, that, that aspect of the story definitely doesn't feel like it was necessarily going, it doesn't feel like it's really trying to go somewhere per se. 
It's just more like, okay, well, this is what Cable does when he's on Krakoa. And so, you know, while I can enjoy that and appreciate that, it doesn't feel like a super solid way to start a series. And and then, like, but just like you kind of said, too, where it opened really strong and it closed really strong, but everything in the middle is kind of like, eh, you know, it's like I could take that or leave that other than learning more about how people are, what they're doing on Krakoa. Yeah, a strong open, strong close, the middle felt like filler. Mm-hmm. Except for, me, you know, like three pages where you actually get the story that I guess ties into the event. I didn't know it was an event that was going to happen with the swords. Well, you know, and that's like, trust me, it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, that event's off on the horizon because, you know, we, you know, I follow like X-Men news. I know that like, I think that it, actually they had a panel about it at Emerald City Comic Con where they actually, not Emerald City, I'm sorry. What was the con before that? C2E2. C2E2. Yes. They had a, a panel at C2E2 where they, I think they first announced that event. And so just something that I happen to know and I'm like, oh, okay, like I can see that this is more likely the beginning of of that for, you know, for this particular character because that sword is, you know, it, it has a story to it. But I guess, the, I, and that's really what it boils down to, I guess, is like, you know, the, I guess what the, they're trying to establish in this book for issue one is the story of the sword, <laughs> you know? Are <laughs> so, you... Are you reading all the X books right now? I am. Um, which one's the one with uh, magic? Is it uh, well, she's in New Mutants? Okay, New Mutants. Because I, I have a feeling, the way they're connecting all these books, that whatever she did in that fight that cheated, I think that's going to be one of those books. It, it, I mean, it might. You know, and, and when I actually, when I say... New Mutants is probably one of the books she's featured in most heavily, but she's in technically she's like in X Men periodically too because well yeah because they're all connected but I know there's yeah. like different books with different teams and she's in one of them as kind of like main cast yeah yeah it, that would be New Mutants yeah she's part of the main cast of New Mutants right and if any book is gonna say what she did that's the book and I just want to get an update when you finally read what she did. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure New- it, it's a book that was supposed to come out around the same time, but because of the delays, it hasn't. What New Moons? Yeah. Oh, like if if it wasn't, I don't know if an issue came out when Cable One came out, or if it was supposed to come out the next week. But it it the, came out, but it it wasn't related. The, like you know, yeah, the fact that they reference it in the Cable Number One makes me think it's going to be in one of the X books coming up. It would be cool. Like, you know, it's possible. It's possible. So I just want an update. I, like Mo, I want to know what she did. So right, if, if you get right. to that point and you find out, then that I will be... let you know. All right. Yeah, it will, it will not escape my gaze. Well, it, I mean. it, it's really, it, it was really awesome. Like, the new, the, new Mutants, the new Mutants book is a good book as well. Um, and especially if you like those new mutant characters, I think that it, I would definitely recommend it as a read. But they actually did a really interesting thing in one of the one of the last couple issues of New Mutants. Um, the story alternates between like kind of like the like almost the it's almost like the original New Mutants cast, 
So, you know, like that, that generation of X-Men going on a mission off into space and uh, some of like the newer, the newer X-Men like armor. What, what was that called? I can't remember what that school of X-Men were called. They were called new mutants. They were called, oh man, I can't remember. Maybe it wasn't young X-Men. I don't remember what it was, but like glob Herman, um, armor like uh rock slide like those that crew of mutants which i guess is that the crew that uh that's not the crew that whatchamacallit made i don't think that uh more made or whatever but anyway not not i'm sorry not more but anyway they were alternating between the two groups of young mutants and so one issue would be the original set and then the other issue would be the newer set and then when it because it's alternating back and forth when it got to the issue with the original set which is pretty much kind of being led by um sunspot he did a recap of the previous issue but it was as if the previous issue was what happened to them and they kind of did like a, a meta thing where he he was he didn't realize that there were people telling new mutant stories that don't include him in him. And so he was recapping what happened, but it but we didn't see that last issue at all. And so it was it was pretty good. Like it was it, it it's again I, I don't know how to explain things. So never mind. So I have a question that you may not be able to answer, but you're the closest thing to somebody that can answer it as I have. <laughs> Let's go. I, I guess it's why you what? It's not that funny. <laughs> it's like, it, it just it, it was like it was like I I don't know I don't, I have no faith in the fact that you can answer this question, but you're the closest thing I have to someone that that I have access to that might be able to. So I'll ask you anyway. <laughs> like, like I'll take it. Let's go. Okay, because theoretically every mutant is in. Their their memories are in the helmet, right? Every known yes. mutant, anyway. Do you think that the memories of Forget Me Not are stored in that helmet? Oh, that's a good question. I you know I'm gonna say no because of his mutation. Like because it's a action. It's a it's a conscious action. You know, like it's not like the the memories don't get uh, uploaded. Like the the people's personalities and they're like they don't get uploaded like you know um, uh, through osmosis or anything like that. Like it's it's a conscious thing that the professor has to do, and it's like I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that in some of the original uh, House of X books, they talk about how like there's like a weekly moment. Where, you know, like, I guess, I guess, and I'm assuming it must be a by appointment or something where the mutants have to kind of go see Professor X to get backed up for that day. So, forget me not, because of the nature of his power, you know, Professor X, I don't think would be looking for him. Well, I, I have a feeling that, let's say that he, he makes it an appointment 
introduces himself, whatever, gets it gets his brain backed up. Now he dies. Mm-hmm. His memory could also be backed up, but at the same time, nobody remembers that he's a mutant. So like right. they don't think, well, we need to resurrect him. Right. Because yeah, and but, the, uh, but, alter, it, but alternately, the question kind of becomes: Once he's dead, is his power is his is his power still working? Well, alternately, because of his power, if he is backed up and he is die and he does die, or let's say he doesn't die but he's backed up, do they just resurrect him because they don't remember he's alive? You That's see how you, you, I, see, you see how yeah. Marvel confuses me. <laughs> it's, like it's an interesting it's an interesting thought and you're right like if they know if they see the 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 backup there and they're like i you know i don't remember right that person. i haven't seen this dude in 10 years right Let, let's make another he must be dead we didn't know my bad right and so like he literally comes back and there's like no fanfare or anything for him he just he just appears and he's like oh, i guess i gotta find some clothes <laughs> That would be pretty cool. I would love to see that scene. <laughs> and that's why I love Forget Me Not. <laughs> Best goddamn mutant in the universe. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Speaking, oh, speaking of yeah. new mutants, uh, do you guys think that's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> I just want to make this like a weekly topic. <laughs> because at this point we would have like what two three years of of content <sighs> I, I, I i can't at this point i can't tell you what is or isn't gonna happen with we're, new mutants we're over here dis- we're over here discussing oh is black widow gonna go straight to streaming meanwhile new mutants has been sitting in the back burner for like two years yeah like it it's sh- like let me put it like this. If they do end up putting Wonder Woman or Black Widow to streaming, they damn sure should put New Mutants to streaming. <laughs> like somebody like somebody is like I don't know. I don't know why you would hold on to that joint. Like cuz I feel like people would watch that joint at home. They would feel different about it. Right. So this this virus was completely created so that people could watch New Mutants at home. Because they sure as hell weren't going to go to the theaters. Uh, yeah, I, like it's just it's going to be a bad movie, and I think that you know, like it it very well could be one of those like I, I could totally see it becoming like a, a cult classic. Like people are like, oh, it's so bad, you got to see it. You know? See, I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think it's going it, to be bad, uh, but not like so bad it's good territory. It, it also, you don't want to spend that much money on that movie for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it better not be twenty bucks. I had this, I had this argument last week where we wanted to watch uh, Onward. I'm like, well, we yeah, had, you know, let's just get a digital. And we looked it up. It was like fucking twenty dollars. Fuck that. Especially since tomorrow Disney Plus has it for free. Oh, nice. Listen, I you know it's interesting just because uh, didn't did we do the news story? I don't remember or not. Uh, but I know I had it on, on my list at some point where the new news director is kind of like, oh man, like I'm not worried about the reception. Like it's not going to be 
It's not going to be Dark Phoenix. Yeah, but didn't he also say they didn't reshoot anything? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they did say that. After we had story after story of how that, like, they reshot, like, half the movie already. Yeah. They, they literally, I, I they, at this I point, just, they can't even do any more reshoots because all the actors are, like, too fucking old. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like, like I, I let me put it like this: It would not surprise me if New Mutants was as bad as Dark Phoenix. Like that wouldn't even like I don't under like I I feel like uh like that cockiness might be unwarranted because <laughs> he very well may have made a movie just as bad. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, do we even really care at this point? Like, just put it out already. Yeah, no, that definitely should just be put out. <laughs> it should should definitely just be put out. Like I like the fact that it hasn't been up until this point is is crazy. You guys are gonna have to talk. My my food just showed up. You could say that I'm faithless about the quality of that movie. And speaking of faithless, <laughs> uh, that is my trade paperback Thursday entry for this week. Faithless is a uh, <clears throat> a book that we reviewed on the show. I don't know if you guys remember. I don't even know. I guess I should have looked up what episode it was to uh, to refer to that. But I, I reviewed issue one, and then I never... Um, continued reading it. Not because it was bad, just I don't have time. And New Year's Day, I actually went to a comic book store and I bought the trade paperback and that was it. Like I bought it, never had a chance to read it. Now, I had a chance to read it. <laughs> uh, I read it both digitally and physically so I can tell you the differences or we always talk about going digital over going physical and yeah, but the story, if you remember or don't remember is about a girl named, um, I don't even know her name. Like <laughs> that's how Mo does them. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> ah, damn it. Mo's like, leave your number on the counter, put your name on it. If you want to, I'm gonna call you chick anyway. It's not right, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, either way, it, it, it's the main character. She like she's she dabbles in magic, you know, little symbols and shit, and she has a little bit of an aptitude towards. It. She's an artist as well, and she meets a girl named Poppy at the coffee shop that she hangs out with, uh, hangs out at, and they basically go. And have an impromptu date. And end up fucking. And if you remember the review from last time. The very last page. She's getting eaten out by Poppy. But when the camera. So to speak pans out in that panel. And you see from up in the ceiling. Poppy's just a pile of worms. And that's where the book ends. And. The, I'm like wow. I gotta read the next one. You know it, it's. 
it dabbles in dark magic and, and she basically gets thrown into a world of artists who are actually uh, at the devil and his daughter. It's what the implications are so far. They haven't really explained it, but you can get it enough. Like throughout the story, you hear the homeless lady kind of telling that, telling the main character, like, hey, she's like, I can smell it on you. You are in bed with sin itself, you know? And if things just start going from that, her friends start dying off and she starts getting more involved with the devil and his daughter, so to speak. Like she sleeps with both of them and they're okay with it. And it ends up being like, it's actually kind of horrific. Some of the shit that happens in here. (laughs) Well, (laughs) just just the way you said it, like you said it very nonchalantly. That made it sound funny because this was a lot of gravity in what you said. The thing is, like, so there's one scene where uh, she starts blowing this dude, and that's her second friend to die, but the way he dies is different. Like, for so she blows him, uh, he comes, but when he looks down, she's gone, and then instead of like shooting in the air or in her face or whatever, you just see the little sperms go crawling up his skin. Until they come out of his mouth, and it's just one big like sperm methazoid, you know, with the little tail and everything, and it starts growing into this like crazy monster. What but the hell are like, we? What the hell did I walk into? What are we? <laughs> We're talking about faithless. <laughs> I put my headphones back on. I'm t- I'm hearing sperm crawling out some up somebody's face. Yeah, I told you to read this book. Well, actually, I told you you didn't have to, but um, anyway. So, yeah, and then that's what kills him. But, you know, when they, they come to inspect the body, he's just, like, dead, like, from cardiac arrest. But that's what he saw. And then her other friend was a chick, and then she saw something. And then it's kind of like the ring where, like, you see the thing, and then when they see you, you're just, like, dead with a expression on your face, you know? And eventually, like, she goes on, and she starts getting into the art scene, and becomes a successful artist at the and she stays away from one one of her third friends she got warned that death comes in threes and she just like ignored one friend and it looks like you know it looks like oh man she's being a bitch you know but right now i just realized you know what she's actually being compassionate because she's like if you stick around me you're gonna die and she's got a, a kid and a husband and she's like i don't you know they don't explain that that's what it is, but you, you know from knowing this character far enough for these six issues, you know that that's, that's got to be it, you know? She cares about her. But she's basically in bed with the devil and the daughter, and yeah. And then this is like an erotic book, so to speak, but there's a, a lot of that occult stuff and what have you not. So I finally was able to read it. Uh, it's written by Brian Azzarello, drawn by Maria Lovett. And as a trade paperback, this thing retails for about 18 bucks. You could probably get it for less if you find a, a, a deal on Amazon or whatever. But, you know, you're not gonna, you might as well just buy it digitally <laughs> at this point. Even though reading it digitally, the art wasn't... There's a certain warmth to the art that comes out, out like really good on paper. Like, I don't know, it's the right size for the images and... and depending on what size your screen is when you read it digitally, that might not, some of the expressions and stuff might not be as um, striking 
and some of the panels won't be as striking uh, if you read it digitally. Because uh, it does have that feel like, you know, pen scratchy. Like, even the lettering for, like, the sounds look like they're just, like, done in, like, a magic marker. You know? Mm-hmm. And everything else is drawn with ink and, and, and color. And the color theory in it is striking, too. Like, the way that they manipulate colors, if you actually take the time to look at it. I don't know how symbolic it is, but it everything just goes well it, it's like a pay, every page is like a painting that just goes well together no matter what's going on to it and it leads from one to the other so seeing that physical was like the way to go for me over digital i know yesterday we had the, the conversation about digital versus you know pick one or the other but in this case i would pick physical over um the digital uh as far as trade trade paperbacks go um it, it's there was each issue had a variant cover that was an erotic issue like an erotic cover that mm. it had a black sleeve over it when you bought it at the comic shop and though it was paintings by an artist named Tula Lotte who's just amazing and then her erotic art is just amazing too aside from just regular art and those were the covers, and they have all the alternate covers in the back of this trade paperback, but none of the erotic ones. Oh, why is that? I don't know. I, I guess because people could just look through it at the shop, but, I mean, if you're looking through Faithless, like, you kind of already know what it is. Like, it says for mature readers, you know, everything. Um, but it's like, oh, so now I got to hunt these, you know, they're probably like 1 in 25 or something. So they're going to cost me money. And now all I, you know, granted, if I would have read this when I got it, I would have known to buy them. But now I can't go buy them at the comic shop. So at the very least, they should make a white cover. And <laughs> so, so you I can get whatever you want drawn on I it. Have two little Tay draw me one. Yeah. Or paint me one. Burr and Chad agrees. Much easier to fat, fap to physical. Uh, I don't really fap to comics. Look, but, I, I posted a, a a page and like I think Tarkov's getting ready to ban me. <laughs> um, you should like it's weird. Like you censor the bad parts, but then there's like an occult symbol there. A couple of occult symbols. Like, oh, that's not bad. <laughs> but uh, the chat, it, our chat overlords care more about sex yeah. than occult. Yeah, anywho, um, yeah, so I, I I actually give the story as a whole, I, I really enjoyed it, even though it did have, so here's the thing, you know how I hate time jumps, Larry, right? Uh-huh. So There's a six-month time jump in in the last issue, and normally where I would hate it, I still hate it, but I'd much rather have this, for this trade paperback purpose, I'd much rather have that time jump be there than when Faithless 2 comes out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if it starts at a time jump already, then, which it might, it might, because it's, like, the end of the movie, but if it were a movie, but, you know, as of now, it hasn't, as far as I know, so I'm happy with how it went down. But as a trade paperback, because it doesn't have those erotic covers that I like so much, um... I have, I give this trade paperback a three. Wow, 
I, it, it should come with those covers, though. It should. And, oh, and also, I don't know. This isn't, you know, Boom Studio. Well, maybe it is Boom Studio's fault, but it's not the creator's fault or the story's fault. But my last page had, like, water damage. <laughs> like it's all Why is that, you think? Crinkled up. I don't know. But it's just the last page. The cover is fine. The last page, I don't know. Maybe it was, like, at the bottom of a huge stack and it just got crumpled or... I don't know. So it's like, no, that's, and you know, the, the, the last cover, you know, they don't have a list of who does the cover. So like, I know it's Jay Lee, I think that does the last one, the last mm. page that's all messed up. And then on the other side is Eduardo Rizzo. So it's like, I love Eduardo Rizzo drawing, yeah. uh, Brian Azzarello ideas. And then that, that one's crumpled up and it's like, that's the one I would want to be the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show. This was a, a few weeks back, obviously, before everything got shut down. But I was talking to the owner of my local comic book shop, and he was upset because Diamond had switched how they ship books. Like He showed me an old package of how his books came in and the new one. And a lot. It, it's now a lot thinner cardboard and just flimsy as hell and so he and he pointed out that yeah i've got some books that they came out today but i gotta put them on, on discount because they're technically damaged so i'm wondering if that may have affected like the the books that you were talking about it might have been um i i haven't had that issue with other books i bought even after that time but you know it might it, yeah who knows <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't get to read this at all, right? No, I didn't. You know, it looks like it like for this one I'm looking at real quick, it looks like the erotic covers might have been for second printings. That doesn't mean they shouldn't be in a trade paperback. But at least it means that it won't be as expensive or rare. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I, like it might be. It might actually still be. Yeah. It might be because I think they are rare. Uh. Yeah. Saying like there might have been less than four thousand copies printed. Jeez. Oh yeah, they're probably rare. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's rough, man. But you know what though? This is the kind of thing where. Like, I know for me, like, that would kind of, like, be my fuel to, like, go out to, like, conventions and stuff and go find them. Or, like, you know, when you're, like, in a part of the city where you're doing something else and you're like, oh, I wonder if there's a comic book store around. Which, I guess, I don't know if other people do that. I know I do that. <laughs> and it's like you go to a shop and you just happen to look in their back issues for stuff and it's like, oh, I was looking for this, you know? I just... Like, I just posted a page where like a third of it has to be censored. <laughs> like, this is crazier than fucking Sunstone. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Sunstone is prettier art. Uh, I guess this is this is more stylized. It's funny. She's still wearing her shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that, yeah, that, but that's I, I, but I definitely like with you, uh, with your review, Mo. Like, I definitely want to read this 
and you know it's well, six issues so i think i have the time mm-hmm. yeah and uh i mean you can get it digitally but i would say if you're gonna read it digitally read it on a big screen yeah yep that's what i'll do should we do a little bit of news before we get out of here or yeah. should we just go all right let's do it now you gotta just toss that on me but okay Comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like Kurt. (laughs) Well, not not like that, but like. Uh, Rick Remender um, has been cleaning out his his uh, archives. (laughs) I guess since. There's no comics being made or sold, and he um, he basically posting everything on, on Twitter. A lot of it is pitches that were um, rejected, and one of the things is that he was gonna do. He pitched a um, a story called Justice League of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and uh, he had Rafael Albuquerque do the art for him. And it's like, mm. I kind of want to see this. I'll put it in the chat. Um, what was al- the concept? Uh, I'll tell you right now. I mean, of course, it's the Justice League of tomorrow. So that means that it's probably some sort of future Justice League. Yeah. But I'm sure there's more to it. That's an interesting pick. It says, so far we've learned about this, his plans. Uh, it says. Uh, Who's the guy in the middle of that picture? Uh, Superman. <laughs> no, nah, in, in, the, in the middle middle. The actual middle. Forget me not. Like, say what? Nothing. Who is that? Oz? You don't know? No. That's fair. You look, you can't know everybody. He's German. There's a lot of characters at DC. You have any idea who that is, Mo? Nah. Um, I think it's one of the Blackhawks. But... Oh, it could be a Blackhawk. Yeah, he has a Blackhawk in his forehead. Yeah, but he's also German. That could just be the, you know, the Reich Eagle. So <laughs> 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 just racist as hell. <laughs> but that, there's a reason why he's rejected. <laughs> <laughs> that might be that. Oh, it's funny, man. Um, the bandaged face guy looks like he—he he looks like um, one of the was a Beast Boy, but like the costume, but a little different. Oh, that, that's a character, right? That's um, yeah, but what's that guy's name? Like I've seen that guy before. There's a lot of guys with bandaged faces like that. Oh. I've seen it in 100 Bullets. I've seen it in Doom Patrol. I've seen it in Hush. Yeah, that's not the Doom Patrol guy? Um, he doesn't have glasses. Or the, the overcoat. Yeah. It's more likely like Hush or... Yeah, what, like some, some ancillary character that you see every once in a while like as a side character. Okay. 
Yeah, I thought it was the Doom Patrol guy. I feel like we've seen versions of him like that before, but maybe I'm wrong. Dave. Well, yeah. What was that guy's name? Who? The dude from Doom Patrol. Man, I feel bad. I can't remember his name. Larry. 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 Hey, Larry. I don't like that Hawk Girl has the sword and knife thing. You don't like that she has a sword and a knife? Yeah. I want her to have the like giant mace. Oh, got you. As part of that thing too, he had a a, a big outline that was rejected um, by Dark Horse, <laughs> where he was going to do Fear Agent versus Goon versus Hellboy versus The Mask versus Alien versus Predator. <laughs> That's a lot. And uh, he didn't. There's no art, but. There is like an outline, like the actually you can you can read it or some of it at least. But yeah, art would have been by Eric Powell, Tony Moore, uh, Jerome Pena, Doug Monkey, and Duncan Fregato, with covers by Tony Moore and Eric Powell. Wow! You should Twitter him. And find out who that character is supposed to be. Both it's, of them, it's definitely it's negative, man. No, the the dude with the oh in the middle, yeah, the third Reich. Well, it's from tomorrow, so it's probably like the fifth. <laughs> yeah, find yeah. Tweet him and find out what Reich he's representing. <laughs> it's like which racist is this? <laughs> um. Comic book shops in Virginia are starting to like panic because they don't have the safer at home orders, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're still open and they don't have like books to sell. To sell, yeah. <laughs> so they're kind of like they're finding ways to adapt. And one of the things they were talking about was like they're trying, I guess, because they can always just get stuff and have it. They're just buying up used stuff and yeah. Trying- back issues and rare stuff you know to kind of stay afloat because it's affecting them even though the pandemic isn't necessarily affecting them or affecting them to the point that their governor has issued a safer at home order um but yeah that's it's i posted an article in our facebook group about it and it's it's an interesting read i'm not gonna it's not like like a news story but it is something to look at to think about in these times where they're they they're gonna have to close even though <laughs> they they might have to close even though they're not really affected, you know? But yeah, they, no, absolutely. It's another perspective because I'm sure like you know, they're like, hey, like we're open, so sell us comics, please. Yeah. Which I know was an issue too, because um you know it, we were talking about that when they first started the the new the the diamond thing because it's like even Mike kind of brought it up where he's like you know it's not fair that some stores get to do it right you know and others don't and you know I I don't think in terms of fair because there's nothing fair nobody (laughs) life isn't fair and you gotta adapt and survive like there's no fairness in the universe there just is and isn't you know 
and it, it's yeah, the concept of fairness, deserving, rewarding, like there, there's all those are just human abstracts to keep us wanting to live past thirty. Like, yeah, it, it's. I didn't say that then because, you know, <laughs> it was looking bleak for both of us. But, anywho, yeah, uh, uh, it, you know. One thing I do have for you guys is a Mo deal. No, go for it. I need music for that. Oh. Here comes the money. Here we go. Mo money, Mo money, Mo money, Mo money. Marvel Unlimited is now offering free access to iconic comic book stories. Marvel Unlimited is their on-demand uh, comic book streaming service, if you will, where you just have a big library. You pay a, a yearly fee, I think, because it's like 60 bucks a year or something. And you have access to a bunch of comics. But there, it says here, uh, Marvel Unlimited, Marvel's digital comic subscription service, is now offering all fans free access to some of Marvel's most iconic stories from recent years. And uh, starting Thursday, April 2nd, today to monday may 4th um you can get it on apple and google play app stores and uh click free comics on the loading screen there's no payment information needed or trial subscriptions required you could just go in and do it it's kind of how sirius is doing right now too and uh it says here this month's free comics will feature instant marvel comics classics and can't miss uh, and can't miss events including Avengers versus X Men, Civil War, Spider Man, Red Goblin, Black Panther by Tanahisi Coates, Thanos Wins by Donny Cates, X Men Milestones, Dark Phoenix Saga, Avengers Kree Scroll War, Avengers by Jason Aaron Volume One, The Final Host, Avengers uh, Fantastic Four Volume One Forever. Uh, Black Widow Volume 1, Shields Most Wanted, Captain America Winter Soldier Ultimate, Captain Marvel Volume 1, Higher, Further, Faster, More. Says customers on the Marvel Comics app and web, web store as well as Comixology will also have free access to these stories for a limited time. So Marvel Unlimited is normally $9.99 a month or $69 yeah, for the year. Uh, 99 for the year if you get the exclusive kit and I'll post a picture of what that kit of physical crap looks like. Doesn't seem worth the $30 to me, but some people it might. Also, um, you know, just like as you were just talking before about comic comic book shops doing different things to try to you know stay afloat and make it through this time uh collector's paradise which of course is a, a chain of comic book shops out here in cali um they actually are going to be doing curated uh graphic novel collections and so basically like a subscription subscription service of graphic novels in categories like Marvel, DC, Image, Boom, Dark Horse, Indie, or Young Adult, 
all ages and basically put together uh, graphic novels and individual issues for people that they think are essential that are essential reading but are maybe underread. And so you can go ahead and sign up with them either for a month or three months or six months and there's different levels of discount depending on how how many uh, months you decide to sign up. The discount gets greater as you sign up for longer. But basically they say uh, each, each curated uh, selection of books will have three to four graphic novels and a few bonus comic books that will all be issue number ones in their respective categories. So that's a creative way of trying to see if maybe you can sell some books, sell some back inventory. And I personally think that that's actually a pretty, a pretty good idea. Um, so, but yeah, they, they guarantee at least a 20% discount and that $10 worth of added comics will be, um, in each package and the subs will be either 50 bucks a month, 135 for three months or 255 for six months. Now, do they have the erotic covers for Faithless? <laughs> I I don't know, but I, if I'm not mistaken, Collector's Paradise has like three, at least three stores, right? It would not surprise me if they have it somewhere. Why don't you do pre-production right? <laughs> so wait, so the pre-production was for me to know that you were going to want to know about erotic covers for Faithless? Yes. Got it. Got it. I'm sorry, Mo. I failed you yet again. <laughs> Um, here's a story that will make me look really angry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the big news headline is, I, I, I've got to read it verbatim. Hold on. Oh, shit. It says, a new Spider-Man series spins into Marvel Unlimited. Read issue one of Spider-Man by J.J. Abrams and Henry Abrams today. And see what other uh, digital comics we're reading this week. So they've added that run to Marvel Unlimited. But it's not finished. Oh. Like, I don't know. Like, at this point, we're never getting that shit. Like, this coronavirus was the, the nail in that coffin. Yeah. 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 In fact, I'm going to tweet J.J. Abrams and Henry Abrams and ask them how that Spider-Man run ended. And I'll be like, can you just tell me how it ends? <laughs> Is that going to be our young blood? Yeah, at one point, like, I go, at this point, we're probably never going to get it. And I could have read that on my quarantine. <laughs> So, so real quick, I'm looking in the chat here. Shout out to Burr. Well, Burr figured out who that person was. He says apparently that guy in the middle is Enemy Ace, and he put in an image of a book. And yeah, that does look like, and and I guess he is actually like, uh, some sort of like Nazi pilot, right, from yeah. World War One. Also, too, Bird does say Mo really wants those erotic covers bad for someone who doesn't fap to them. Well, I would point out to Lawrence that there weren't Nazis in World War One. 
Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. What are they? Austrian? Uh, They're just German. Austria-Hungary. They're following the Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah. Kaiser but you know permanente. what I mean. Like the, the, the they were they were uh, proto Nazis. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Hans von Hammer. Oz, what is this that you put in the chat? What what is what did I put in the chat? I didn't put in the chat in what? Oh, that Deadpool thing. <laughs> like why? Like I didn't. I was excited. That doesn't mean that I'm appalled, Oz. I just he, I he told know. you what that was. Huh? He told you what it was. The picture with when? the Deadpool in there? Yeah. That's the, uh, if you get the whatever kit from the Marvel Unlimited. Oh. Gotcha. Burr is also admonishing you that World War One did not have Nazis. I'm sorry. Pro- Proto-Nazis. They weren't even proto-Nazis yet. Proto-Nazis. Well, they were Nazis. Nazi. <laughs> N-O-T. <laughs> Z-I-S. <laughs> right. The German Democratic Socialist Party did not begin until years after World War One. Not many years. No, not. There's only, what, like 10 years between one and two? Yeah. Well, yeah. Man, that shit came quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It started. The rumbling started like immediately after World War One, and they started picking up steam. And like, you know, Hitler everybody was, laughed at them like we did the Tea Party, but now here we are. Like Hitler was literally <laughs> in prison right after, <laughs> right after the first one. So that fool oh, had to geez. get out and rise to power, and then build an army, rebuild Germany in ten years. Shit. Yeah. I'm not getting this book. Which one, Enemy Ace? I we're well. I guess I guess the story was the book isn't happening. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else? I think that's what I got. That's all I got. All right. Well, shoot. Let's get out of here. I don't know why you feel it's your mission to. Like just throw things at me before I get prepared to catch them. How how do you not know that the show is going to be over how, at eleven thirty? How do you not know that if you're going to be the pitcher, your catcher better know what's coming? Eleven <laughs> thirty. I I don't do this morning show every day. I don't know what's happening. I'm over here reading the ten page, t- ten issue novel that Burr is writing in the chat. Holy crap, that's a lot of words. He's got to be copying and pasting, right? Like, nobody could type that fast. <laughs> I don't know. I think Bert can. Oz, give me some final thoughts, man. I'm kind of upset because I got, I got Chinese food and my soy sauce pocket packet says gluten-free. And that upsets me because that means they don't know what the fuck gluten is. <laughs> <laughs> Moses back the final thoughts. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Larry, what was that metal game you said for the the switch? I keep meaning to ask and I forget. 
the um the side scrolling shooter one i think so uh damn what is it called it's called ah like you know what uh i can look it up real quick like val val ferris val ferris i feel like there was another metal game that i was like oh man i gotta tell them about that too but i can't remember what it is but metal gear that's what it was metal metal gear it's a solid (laughs) solid game I saw a, uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm gonna have to start. I might have to do like because every now and then I see a game. They're like, man, I think Mo would like the tone of that joint. I just need to start like a chat, just for that, because <laughs> because I feel like that happens like every three weeks. So it's not often enough that you know, but it's well, it's often enough that it's like I should make sure I send that because that could be a game you're playing every other month. Anyway, for the entire Fantastic Four. Thank you all for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We'll be back next, uh, actually tomorrow. Jeez, I was going to say next week, but tomorrow. Uh, yeah. So in the meantime, hit us on social media. Hit us on our Instagram and let us know what it is you're thinking about stuff. Let us know what you want us to talk about. This is Fantastic Forum live only on allgames.com.